0: Good afternoon. Uh, This is uh, D.W. Rigsby. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, one of my greatest fears. So I'll tell you, um, doing something different than anyone else or a vast majority is a pretty scary thing. Now, over ten years ago I I was um trying to find something. I was searching for something I could do as part of my living that I had a passion for. And um you know, there was a, a day I was in meditation and prayer and it came to me um this idea to write it was a very interesting idea because the funny thing is i really had the idea to write books in i think the year 2000 but i never acted on it in 2000 i was busy trying to make a living as an engineer but i but i remember the day when it came to me in 2000 I was reading a book by Clive Custler, and uh, I think it was called shockwave and I was really enjoying it. And the thing was, is I was in this new house that I just got because I just got a, a, a really great job in the, uh, in the um, RTP area there in Raleigh, North Carolina in the technology section of the city. And I was going to be working for this real big tech company. And I was really excited. I was like 28 years old, I think at the time, but I didn't have any television. I didn't have the internet, which basically was slow as hell because it was over dollop at that time. If <laughs> anybody knows that, uh, you know, you could get on and spend a few hours and sometimes downloading a, a picture could take you several minutes depending on the picture that you're trying to download. But, um, But that's all behind us, isn't it? But I remember reading this book and I just loved it. I was so enthralled. And it was like for two weeks, I was by myself in this house by myself. Every day after work, I would rush home. I mean, I literally was like trying to get home as quickly as I possibly could so that I could read this book. I, you know, and I've read books. I mean, I've read books before, but for some reason, this book spoke to me in a different way than any other book before. And I got this idea in my head in 2000. I could do this. I could write. I could do this. And the thing is, I never acted on it. I don't know what my thoughts were at that time. I don't know what happened. But I think, I must've thought it was a stupid idea because I was an engineer and I had work to do and I had a really good paying job. Uh, I mean, you know, (laughs) the boom was still going on, right? I mean, it was still 2000. The crash didn't happen yet. Although I kind of suspected it was coming, but with anything, you take a risk, right? I took a risk, went to this big company, got all these stock options, thinking in my head, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. And and actually, that one day was supposed to be five years later. Five years later, I would, would have been about 33 years of age and a multimillionaire, right, because of my stock options. Well, yeah, the golden handcuffs, right, as we call them. And I never even knew about stock options before. I never even looked into it. It was a buddy of mine who had left a previous organization. I was working as a contractor for, uh, for a military contractor um, on communications and stuff like that. But my buddy of mine left and he was talking about, hey, look, there's these awesome stocks and stock options you can get and this is how it works. And I really didn't know anything about it. I wasn't even looking for that. But it came about and then he sold me on it, put my resume in and got several offers. And then I went to go work for this large corporation. And got a ton of stock options coming on board. Really great until the crash happened. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, at that time I was thinking, you know, I could get those options, hold on to them for five years and then cash out. And I'd have myself a nice little nest egg at 33 years of age. No, that didn't happen. What happened was the economy came in and crashed. And that basically sunk my dream. And instead of pulling myself out of that, I just stuck where I was. I stopped looking around. I wasn't looking to take any additional risk. And I never picked up the pen and paper and and started to write my first story. I just didn't do it. I was writing. I was writing technical papers primarily in my job because that's what I do. I had to write test plans. I had to write test reports. I had to write uh, mat- what we call master test plans. Basically, they're kind of like a master project plan for all the testing, quality assurance testing that we we're going to be doing. So I did a lot of writing, but it was all technical. A lot of writing, a lot of formatting. But um, but deep down inside, I still had that love I still had that love to write deep down and it got buried. It got buried for years and years and I went on and on and on. And I kept thinking, God, if I could only find what I really love to do, then I could find maybe more purpose in my life where I'm actually contributing and providing greater value than I am now. It wasn't that I wasn't providing value I was. I was doing a lot of work. I was working my ass off. I'll tell you, I worked my ass off to get to where I was. And then I ended up working my ass off to stay where I was. And then it wasn't until, what, 10 years ago? When was that? So back in 2008, yeah, 08, 07, 08, somewhere around there. And that's through the prayer meditation that I had, um, this idea, you know, that I could write, that that's what I could do. And I, and I've been studying self-publishing for a while and I already knew that that was the route I was going to take. And so I decided, you know, that day when it came to me, I'm like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to write. And I was in the middle of my MBA at the time. I really was and a lot of people think I'm probably crazy and stupid for what I'm doing, you know, or what I did. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to stop taking my MBA and I'm going to focus on writing. And that's what I've done. I mean, I've put in I have put in thousands and thousands of hours into this um late nights, long weekends, early mornings working, working, working. And I've wrote about it, but this is the first time I've really been talking about it and just how challenging it has been for all these years. Extremely challenging. Because I don't want to just write whatever's in my head on the paper. I want to make sure whatever I'm writing is of the greatest value to those who are reading. That's my end goal. That's my end game. That's what I'm doing. And so maybe you're wondering, well, then, what's your greatest fear, or one of my greatest fears, I should say. I know we all have a couple of them, and one of those is the fear fear of uh failure, fear of never making it in this gig as a writer. And I know some people say, "Oh, you know you shouldn't be focusing on the success. Well, okay. You don't have to focus on the success you could just write if you'd like to do that. And I do, but I also want to be successful too in it. I want to be successful because I want to reach people with what I do. I want people to read what my work. I mean, that's the whole point for me. I don't want to just write it just to write it and have a few people read it. I want to reach millions of people. I mean, that is absolutely what I want to do. And I have this absolute fear. Of never accomplishing it. I've been at this for over 10 years, I guess, and I haven't accomplished it yet. How much longer will it take for me to get there? I I wonder. I think this. This is absolutely a fear. And I know that there are indie writers out there who also can relate to what I'm talking about. What is your greatest fear? And then when you identify your greatest fear, maybe it's a fear of failure. Maybe it's not. I don't know what your fear is, but mine is a fear of failure. And for me, what I'm thinking at this point in time is that maybe I'm just slowly killing my opportunity by kind of going along And trying my best, or what I say I'm trying my best, but I'm not doing everything I can to make sure I am a success. I'm just going along, doing the work, putting in the hours, and then saying, you know what, I gave up my best shot. Really? Is that it? I don't know. It could be. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. This is D.W. Rigsby.